The Heart of Art is sponsored in part by the Texas A&M University Art Galleries, which includes the Stark and Forsyth Galleries located inside the MSC. The galleries provide a variety of opportunities to experience art exhibitions, events, and hands-on activities. More information at uart.tamu.edu. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. The Heart of Art, scoping the Brussels Valley for the best artists and bringing them to your radio. Howdy, Aguilan. Welcome back to the Kami Studios. My name is Hector Nino, and you're listening to The Heart of Art, Christmas edition. Yes, you heard that right. This is the Christmas edition of The Heart of Art, and we have a very special treat for you. We have Tetracord here, who is a female vocal ensemble, and they are here to sing some classic Christmas hymns and carols. First, we will go through an interview with them and see uh, how they came about and where they met each other, and then we'll move on to a performance by them, and they have a great set list. Uh, I, I was so lucky that I got like a personal performance from them. Um, they were here in the studios and I know you guys will enjoy it. Uh, but before we uh, get to our main event, I would like to thank everyone uh, that has been a part of the heart of art, whether you are supporting by listening to the show or by actually coming up into the studio and you're willing to be interviewed, you're willing to be vulnerable with me about where your art comes from. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you for allowing this show to stay on the air. I think, um, you know, I've met so many people, I've met so many, made so many connections and um, yeah, that would not have been possible without you guys, the listeners. So thank you so much. If you are still supporting, I just cannot thank you enough. Uh, it, this was a great year and I wish to keep doing this next year as well. So uh, make sure to stay tuned for next year. We got some some great shows planned for you. And all right, let's get to that interview with Tetracord, after which we will listen to their performance. Uh, it is the holiday season, and here we have Tetrachord, who is a female vocal ensemble composed of four different people, and I will have them introduce themselves now. Kristen Harrell. Kara Gregory. Jennifer LeGrovelick. Alex Neely. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for being here and for performing for us today. Uh, but before we go into the performance, I'd like to ask you guys a couple questions, and these will be direct directed towards Kristen. Uh, so when did you guys become a group and why with each other? Was there a selection process for that? <laughs> Our own personal selection process, yes. <laughs> uh, no, so we all have sung in choirs together in kind of different capacities. So some of us in di different mixtures. Um, and eventually at some point we were all in a choir together. Um, COVID happened and we were all isolated. And obviously during the quarantining period of that, we were not singing in groups because, well, that was a great way to transmit COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and so we then started getting to situations where the choral community was kind of coming back. We were singing 
in masks, distance from each other, super awkward. Uh, and right. in the midst of that, there were some other things going on. Uh, and it was kind of a moment of, you know, I kind of want to do some different music. I know these, these folks sing really well. Let's just do some things on our own and see how that works, right? And, and with a smaller group, it kind of allowed us to be able to find some space to be able to do that more reasonably under the restrictions that were happening. Um, and so we did a couple miscellaneous things, and then we got two pieces specifically that we worked on. Um, we are not singing them today, but we did those, and we got to a point where we are like, well, if we're rehearsing these things and learning these things and maybe we should go perform them somewhere that'd be cool uh and we actually did some stuff for a hospice organization in town um they do regular videos that we sang some songs for and then we started putting together actual concerts that we've been doing kind of in the community um about three to four times a year as we have developed different sets of music awesome I love that. I mean, y'all just decided to do it together. <laughs> yeah, there was no, not really a selection process then. Um, so how did y'all decide to split the voice parts? Is it already something that you're, you guys are each comfortable with? Yeah, so, I mean, realistically, I mean, we're all actually mostly soprano to high altos. And so uh, <laughs> we kind of had to figure out how that worked because we need the full range. And so I think we did... Jennifer is a true first soprano, this really clear quality at the top, the lyrical soprano. Um, and Alex is a strong soprano also, um, and some of those pieces. And so we put Jennifer in the first soprano and Alex in the second. Um, I have a relatively decent range, so but I also don't love singing in the basement. Um, Kara, thank you and bless you for that. Um, she, but she's got the lower notes more than I do. And so we kind of, Kara agreed to do that second alto part. And then I sit in that, that alto one part um, for the, most of the things we do. But we do also switch around. So sometimes we'll do things that are just trios and that moves us around voice, voice parting. Um, sometimes we'll do duets. We do some things to break things up, especially if we're doing a longer set. It gives us some vocal rest in between pieces. Right. Um, and we've got some folks who are also um, good on the piano and so really also leveraging the other talents of the folks in the group in relationship to how we manage the music that we do in our performances. Right. I mean, that's awesome that y'all can fill in for each other if y'all want to have some fun on this other part for you, right? Um, and I know you also wear specific colors for your live performances, right? Yes. I wanted to know where the inspiration for that was. It, it just kind of happened. I don't... Really? It, uh, the ironic thing, so I'm going to talk about the clothing, because <laughs> if anybody knows the four of us, we're not like, hey, I'm stylish. I'm going to really put a lot of time and consideration into what, what I'm wearing. We just, we don't. And they're all laughing. So, yes, um, we have spent an enormous amount of time looking for clothes for this quartet. I mean, I think there was one night we stayed up until midnight at my house looking for dresses. And all of us are like, what is happening right now? And so at some point, I think we're like, yeah, let's set, it, set us apart with different colors. And then that just stuck. Um, and we've done a bunch of different things and then we're like, well, if we're going to do this, let's like full commit. And then we went in with, with the clothing conversations and decisions. So the nice thing is it gives us some flexibility in terms of the type of concert we're doing, what performance we're doing. Right. And then we can just tie it in as kind of our trademark of that color coordinated piece. It's also in our logo. We've got the four colors, right. um, with the treble clef. So, um, it, it has worked out and I hard committed with 
blue because I actually bought a car that's in my color. It wasn't really deliberate. It's just kind of a funny coincidence that that ended up happening. But I have gotten some flack from some people about that. Yeah. I mean, I was I was thinking to ask this question because, I mean, I think in classical like quartets, they would always kind of wear matching outfits or that was always part of like uh, the performance value of it, I think. And I mean, I love your like color blocking that y'all do. Y'all not wearing the same color, you know, all throughout. You each still have your own individual color. Uh, and I love that and it looks very like 80s like a girl group type thing but also like mixing <laughs> with classical quartet like I love that um, and uh, are the songs that you sing specifically for a quartet or do y'all kind of use arrangements here and there yeah well one I can say it's it is actually pretty challenging to find compositions that are for four part women um, mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that's four part women is actually five or six part women because once you get into the music, there's voice part splitting that happens. And so we have to really kind of look through things to make sure that it truly is four part because as talented as folks are here, uh, we don't quite have the singing two parts at the same time down. So that's something right. we have to really be <laughs> cognizant of. That'd be um, tough. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. Well, and the, I mean, the funny thing you ask about that, you know, so all of the songs we're going to be singing today um, are really just kind of hymns that are designed for SATB, so soprano, alto, tenor, bass, um, which would typically be lower voice parts that would more typically be sung by men in those situations. And so um, we do some modification of things, so um, shifting things up octaves in order for that to fit within the chord structure of what's in the composition and those kinds of things. Um, But when we can find a really good uh, four-part arrangement, we found some really just exceptional pieces over the years that we've been doing this together uh, that really just gel with us and we've tried all kinds of different things we've done traditional classical we've done some vocal jazz we've done um we did a contemporary set we're probably not going back to that because some of the way that is written is not great for our voices in particular in terms of the range that is necessary for that um and so and kind of our, our niches around some of that more traditional choral classic but we throw in stuff we did musical duets at some point and some other things so uh, it's a little over all over the place, but for the most part, if we can find things that are truly in that four-part women's mm-hmm. arrangement, but a lot of those are also for cor- choirs, so mm-hmm. we just have the uh, vocal autonomy with this particular group of singers to be able to do that on our own. Well, so, I mean, y'all are pretty flexible for any event, any occasion, y'all are prepared for it. Huh? We, we hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so where can people contact you in case they do want you to perform somewhere? Yeah, um... Well, mostly we have a Facebook page, and I know social media. We should probably be on Insta and maybe some other things. We have not quite gotten down to the, like, making reels yet. So, But we do have a page on Facebook that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. We've got some contact information on there. We do have a Gmail address that we do some communicating with folks on, and we've had some folks also just direct message us on Facebook um, to connect with us in terms of, you know, asking if we could come out to do whatever the thing is. Um, So that's probably the easiest way, and it has information about our performances and that kind of thing on there as well. All right, you guys, we will be going on a quick break, but do not go anywhere. We will be right back. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. 
thank you all so much for being here once again. And this is Tetrachord. Great. So we're going to start with I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. This is a uh, song that was written by John Calkin as the tune, and the text is by Henry W. Longfellow. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead nor doth he sleep, the wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day, a voice, a chime, a chant sublime, of peace on earth, good will to men. Next, we'll be transitioning to Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming, um, and that is coming from the United Methodist Hymnal. Transferring to Hark the Herald Angel Sings. Uh, the text for this hymn is Charles Wesley, uh, and the tune is by Felix Mendelssohn. Mm -hmm. 
some just reminiscent of good classic Christmas carols that we're singing here. Um, We'll have a few more in here. I think, you know, the nice thing is being able to just kind of go back to the roots of of what I think a lot of us are familiar with around Christmas time. Um, And so the next thing that we'll be doing is Ding Dong Merrily on High. Uh, And Alex gets to be high on this, so we're excited about her singing that melody. Uh, And this is written by Charles Wood. Ding dong merrily on high, in heaven the bells are ringing. Ding dong verily the sky is rim with angels singing. Hosanna in excelsis, in so here below below, then steeple bells be swung and and evil we o we ho, by priest and people song and Gloria, Hosanna in excelsis, pray you dutifully prime, your matin chime ye ringers, may you dutifully rhyme, your eve time song ye singers. Oh, 
next we have O Come All Ye Faithful, and this is also from the United Methodist Hymnal. Kings. Uh, the text is by John Hopkins, as is the tune. Yeah. 
exceeding guide us to thy perfect light. Frankincense to offer have I, incense owns a deity nigh. Prayer and praising voices raising, worshiping God on high. Oh, star of wonder, star of light, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Alleluia, alleluia, sounds through the earth and skies. Oh, star of wonder, star of light, star with royal beauty bright, Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. And lastly, we'll be singing Joy to the World, and that is, the tune is written by Lowell Mason, and the text is by Isaac Watts. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let all their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace. And makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his laws of his wonders of his laws and wonders, wonders of his love. All right, well that was Tetrachord. And make sure to check out their Facebook page if you'd want to hire them for an event. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. And I hope that next year brings everything you've wanted and more. So have a great rest of the year and we'll see you next year. And to close off the show, we will be listening to a performance by Priscilla Salisbury at the Plas Recital Series. And she will be performing Estrellita, written by Manuel Ponce in the year 1912.
I'm Hector Nino, and you've been listening to The Heart of Art, a production of 90.9 KAMU-FM. You can find all of our shows anytime at kamu.tamu.edu. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. The Heart of Art is sponsored in part by the Texas A&M University Art Galleries, which includes the Stark and Forsyth Galleries located inside the MSC. The galleries provide a variety of opportunities to experience art exhibitions, events, and hands-on activities. More information at uart.tamu.edu.